Hi there, this is Adam Gower, founder at GowerCrowd.com, and you are listening to Dream Chasers, interviews with the future. And he would say, hey, go sell these silly bands, go open up accounts with gas stations and you know, try to sell all the silly bands and, and don't come home until you, uh, until you sell them all. This is Dream Chasers, episode 91, with Kevin Moss. Hey guys, what's going on? I'm Adam Carswell, and welcome to Dream Chasers, interviews with the future. On Dream Chasers, we interview individuals with supernatural amounts of potential based on early success in their careers. Thank you for tuning in. Now let's get straight to the interview. Hey guys, this is Adam Carswell, and today I'm joined by Kevin Moss. Kevin is a senior associate with CBRE. He was born and raised in Beechwood and Solon, Ohio, went to the Ohio State University, and now lives in beautiful Mentor, Ohio. Kevin, thank you for being on the show. Do you have any opening remarks for my listeners? Yeah, absolutely. Appreciate uh, having me on the show. Um, it's funny. Uh, it's funny how we were connected. Uh, you know, one day I was listening to uh, Reed Goosen's podcast, and Adam was on the, uh, he was a, a guest on the show, and you know, he mentioned that, uh, you know, he's, he was born and raised in Mentor, Ohio. And I was like, what? Oh my God. Like I live in Mentor. What are the odds? So I, um, we connected on LinkedIn and, um, you know, uh, you know, here we are, we got coffee, um, over winter break, uh, last week. And, um, now, uh, now I'm, you know, glad to be joined on your show. So yeah, thanks for having me. And yeah, I mean, you said it right there, Kevin, LinkedIn is a pretty, pretty amazing tool for anyone out there to use in regards to networking and, I mean, really just business. I don't think you were, I'm trying to remember, Yona Weiss does a, uh, a commercial real estate challenge. Were you in the CRE 10 day challenge? I'm not, but uh, I'm connected with him on LinkedIn. So I'd probably have to look into it at uh, you know some point. Okay. Yeah. He, there should be another one for everyone listening too. Um, basically there's a, a challenge on LinkedIn where Yona Weiss is the name of the guy who puts it together. Yona has been on dream chasers too, actually episode 33 or something like that. Uh, go ahead and check his interview out. But what he does is bring together a big group of people and then kind of everyone holds everyone accountable to making some type of value add post on LinkedIn every day for 10 days in a row. It's pretty remarkable what it can do for your network. So I highly recommend that. If anyone listening wants to get involved in that, uh, the next time it's around, you can just connect with me, uh, Kevin or Yona on LinkedIn. And we'll, we'll get your social media game fired up. Absolutely. Yeah, I found uh, I find LinkedIn to be a fascinating uh, networking uh, platform, and you know, you hear people on podcasts, you know, you, you talk to people on the phone, and then you know, connect with them on LinkedIn. It just you know, it just really opens your your network, and um, you know, LinkedIn's really exploded in the past couple of years, and you know, I, I use it honestly um, to promote my listings. Um, I think I have like forty five hundred connections, and you know, we'll get into what I do, but it's so easy. It just takes two minutes to take you know to post something and you know, it goes out to your entire network and the organic reach is just amazing because, you know, if someone likes um, a post and it just organically reaches uh, a lot more people than, you know, just your network. So, you know, it's, uh, you know, definitely a fascinating uh, networking tool and it's uh, exciting to see uh, what's going to happen when LinkedIn the next couple of years. Absolutely. Absolutely. LinkedIn is magic. Um, And guys, Kevin and I also played basketball against each other in high school. I th- want to say, Kevin, you might have been the one, you're definitely the one to, to point it out to me now, now I think about it looking back, but I was so happy that you did. Those memories are golden, right? And uh, I definitely was not thinking about the times that I played Beachwood in high school 
until <laughs> until you brought it to mind and I was thinking of, you know just thinking about all the good times yeah, I did some cross-referencing. So you mentioned you uh, you were a, a college basketball player, and you you um, you know you uh, you coached uh, in you know I guess uh, college. Um, I forgot what country it was, but um, mm-hmm. yeah, you coached in college. So I did some cross-referencing. I'm like that name sounds familiar. I feel like I know that name from something. <laughs> and uh, you know, my parents are uh, sort of hoarders, and they keep every single piece of uh, memorabilia, schoolwork, you know, you name it. Uh, and they keep it. And I was just going through the stuff when they actually moved about a year ago and boxed everything up. Just going through my old files and came across my high school files. And my uh, my high school box scores were still pristine condition. And I, mm-hmm. and I was able to uh, to find our uh, box score from when we played uh, our senior year back in uh, 2008. Well, it was the winter of 2008. Right. Uh, we graduated 2009. But uh, on our box score, I, I had three points off uh, one three-pointer and I think you had like seven points and, and I think you hit a you said you hit a half-court shot that I, that <laughs> right. I don't remember but I'll take your oh. <laughs> <laughs> you know, I was thinking about it too we got us I don't know if uh, anyone recorded that game or filmed that game but it's got to be out there somewhere so this yeah isn't I, I got to call it a high school AV club see if they have the Beachwood 2008 2009 NDCL Beachwood game <laughs> there we go and this is a message to NDCL too <laughs> NDCL yeah. if you guys got that we would we could definitely make some even more fun out of that. Yeah. Um, and then I can show you my half court shot. Yeah. And I can show you my bank three pointer. <laughs> Actually, I really want to see that. Uh, <laughs> um, <clears throat> all right. Well, Kevin, enough about basketball. I'm sure we'll, we'll get back into it eventually. Uh, we are going to step into the next level chamber. All right, let's go. Kevin, when did you decide that, uh, you know, working in this sector with CBRE as a senior associate, when, when did the light bulb come on? When did you decide you wanted to take it to the next level? So, yeah, that, thanks for the question. So, you know, a little bit about what I do. I uh, work in the retail services group. Uh, I represent landlords, tenants, restaurants, developers, and gas stations. And on the landlord representation side, I, my goal in, uh, is to help uh, landlords find tenants to lease their buildings and add value to their properties. Uh, and then from the tenant uh, perspective, I help tenants uh, strategically find locations to open up, open up new locations and strategize on, uh, you know, um, on their growth plans. Uh, and then, you know, for my gas station you know, developer uh, representation, uh, my job is to go around and try to find uh, sites on and off market. You know, the majority of uh, developments are actually off market deals, you know, calling mm-hmm. unlisted property, um, and try to, you know, connect with the owners and, you know, see if there's an opportunity for my clients to, uh, to purchase or, or ground lease if it's a gas station. Um, so that, that's a little bit about what I do. Um, stepping back, my journey actually uh, begins back in 2010, and it was actually not even real estate related. Uh, my family owns a wholesale business, and my dad is a little old school, so he actually drives around in a truck, and he sells products to gas stations, convenience stores, liquor stores, um, all throughout the Cleveland market. Um, mm-hmm. It's all the knickknack stuff you see behind the counters, like your tobacco papers, your condoms, energy pills, all that all that fun stuff. Mm-hmm. So I was uh, in my senior year of high school and uh, first summer back uh, in college. I actually worked for him. And what he did was, if you remember Silly Bands, uh, he, yep. loaded, he loaded my car up with Silly Bands and he would say, hey, you know, go, go sell these Silly Bands, go open up accounts with gas stations and, you know, try to sell all the silly mans and, and don't come home until you, uh, until you sell them all. 
So I was going around, I was going around knocking on gas stations and walking into liquor stores and trying to get these owners um, to buy these silly pans uh, off, you know, off out of my car. You know, I, I say that it's important because the reason I got hired from CBRE was actually from that experience and not from my internship uh, experience with a large shopping center, publicly traded shopping center owner. You know, they, they, they like that. I had that, uh, you know, that, um, you know, that drive and ability to go in, knock on doors and not be afraid to hear no. Leading up to, uh, to you know, I went to Ohio State. I had mm-hmm. a couple internships with different real estate companies in college uh, during my time at Ohio State. Uh, my first, uh, you know, as soon as I graduated, I, my first job out of school, I was working with a uh, shopping center owner, uh, Chase Properties. They own about 25 to 30 shopping centers throughout the Midwest. And my job, the reason I got hired there was from my experience, uh, you know, selling uh, the silly band. So <laughs> my job at Chase Properties was I was a leasing agent and my job was to go around Canvas, cold call, walk into existing stores and try to get people to relocate from their current location to come to my company's shopping center and add value to my company's shopping center. I would do that. Um, you know, I did that for about a year and a half. Mm-hmm. Um, fantastic experience. You know, it's really humbling as a 21, 22 year old to continue to hear, you know, to hear people say no and, uh, you know, get door slammed in your face. Mm-hmm. Um, I've got some funny stories about my, my canvassing days where I would, I would have to, you know, what I would do is I'd walk into malls and I'll walk around with flyers and, you know, try to get people to, uh, to leave the mall and, you know, come to our center. And uh, I've had some stories where I've been escorted out of uh, out of the malls from uh, different security officers and uh, telling me, uh, "Please don't ever come back." And you know, they'll they'll you know they'll recognize me next time I'm back in the mall. So I've got a you know very uh, very interesting experience. Not a lot of 21, 22 year olds are willing to do that. So I was uh, willing to roll up my sleeves and get dirty and told no. Um, so I did that for a year and a half, and I was just like, um, you know, if I found a lead doing that, and they didn't want to go to my center. There's nothing I can do with a lead other than refer to a, you know another broker in town to help them find a, find a space to uh, to lease. So decided that uh, you know the only way that I can you know use the skill set and actually you know get compensated for this was to be a real estate broker and be a third party where if you know they don't want to go to the property that I'm listed you know I'm listing I can help them as a tenant rep help them find a location. So I decided to uh, interview around with some uh, commercial real estate brokerage firms and. Uh, CBRE is the largest uh, commercial real estate firm in the, in the world. And, uh, you know, got the opportunity and decided, you know what, I can't pass up this opportunity. Um, so I started back in uh, April 2015 and haven't looked back since. And, you know, it's been a good uh, four and a half years and continue, uh, continue to make strides and looking forward to the future. Um, see what the next, uh, you know, four and a half, five years will, uh, will, you know, will be. Yeah. Yeah, absolutely. And I love how, um, in a way, you know, silly, silly bands were kind of, what helped you decide you wanted to take it to the next level. You, you're bringing all these memories back to me now. Uh, my first job ever was in eighth grade and I was doing door-to-door, I guess door-to-door sales as well for a lawn care company. I guess eighth grade is a little bit harder for people to say no <laughs> to your face yeah, than right. 21. <laughs> but uh, that, that's funny that we're both uh, on that same wavelength. And then uh, another thing that you mentioned, it's really remarkable to me how, uh, I'll say for, like for me, you know, knowing sales, obviously the word no is a part of the game. If anything, it's actually majority of the game, but I've never had a conversation with someone that made it clear how important it is to uh, just be willing to, you know, accept the no's. You're really a, a leader in that regard. Oh, thanks. Appreciate that. And, 
you know, I, I could have, you know, I've could have quit any, any time, but, um, you know, I just, I know that if you continue to say no, eventually you're going to get to yes. And the more people that say no, you know, the more drive it made, you know, me want to go out and try to find that. Yes. So you just got to be self-motivated to be, uh, to be a salesperson and, um, you know, don't back down. Don't ever, uh, you know, there's obviously bad days where you're just like, you question and doubt what you're doing, but the pros definitely outweigh the cons. Yeah. A lot, a lot of people in my network, a lot of my friends who, uh, you know, like, you know, obviously grew up with and they, they're not in sales positions. So like, it's kind of hard for them to understand like what we're going through. Um, you know, they're in corporate finance jobs and yeah, they have stress, but the stress of not, you know, being able to, uh, to close a deal. And you know, if, if you don't close a deal, you don't get paid. That stress is like unlike anything else. And that really, uh, motivates, well, it motivates me and it might, um, you know, deter other people from jumping into it. Not, you know, not being able to put food on the table for what I wanted to say is that if you don't, you know, if you don't make a sale, you don't eat. So in our position, you kill what you eat. Yeah. Yeah. Kill what you eat. I, that personally, I mean, I know it's not for everyone. That's definitely the way I, I like to live too. go kill it and eat it. <laughs> um, yeah. All right. So just curious for your 2020 coming up here, you have one or two goals that you're really excited about or focus on for this year that you wouldn't mind sharing? I'm not a huge, uh, like tangible goal setter, to be honest. Um, I don't, I, I know I need to do a better job of that. My, my goals are just to continuously, you know, improve and get better. And, um, you know, from, uh, from a deal perspective, I try to, you know, Grant Cardone is all about 10 X, you know, I'm mm-hmm. trying to, you know, double my production, you know, realistically, I would love the 10 X, but I'm just going to try to double my production from the previous year. And, you know, that's just, uh, and that's going to take, uh, you know, energy and effort and, you know, in, you know, really increase my, I need to increase my focus. You know, my, my goal is to double my production from last year. Absolutely. And one, one goal that uh, you've already achieved it. I just say, I just want to encourage you to, to keep it going. And you proved it right there. Cause you're like, oh, you know, I'm not really a big goal setter, but I've, I've definitely, um, found you to be yeah, my a- goal is to become a goal setter there we go there's one <laughs> there you go but uh no, yeah, you're, I, you're- I guess another, yeah another goal of mine is um to try to step out of my comfort level um this mm-hmm. is my first podcast i've ever done so i guess my goal would be to get on more podcasts oh, we'll get become you more right. active on yeah to become more active in social media um you know i do my linkedin and just post listings and a couple stories when my deals go public but um you know i'm not a huge content creator mm-hmm. um so my goal is just become better at that. You know, I have an Instagram, uh, Kevin Moss, CBRE. Mm-hmm. Um, that's my Instagram handle. And I, uh, you know, I'm not great at uh, posting daily. You know, I'll post a couple stories here and there and, a, you know, a couple of actual, and a couple actual photos. I'm not producing like new content. I'm just producing when deals close. And um, so I need to do a better job at uh, creating content. So that'll be mm-hmm. a goal for uh, 2020. We'll get you there. We'll get you there. All right, Kevin, I got three fun questions to close this one out today. I'm going to shoot them all off to you kind of in rapid fire mode, and then you can go ahead and answer them. For sure. So first one is, what is your favorite cereal? Second question is, what is your favorite basketball memory? Meaning like you playing basketball. And third question is, what was your favorite deal of all time? All right, favorite cereal. So I, um, I don't eat cereal, cereal anymore, but as a kid, I, uh, my couple, you know, I had two favorite cereals. One was, um, cinnamon toast crunch. And then the other one was lucky charms. And I would just eat the marshmallows and leave the cereal, uh, <laughs> the cereal behind. I think we all um, did that. Yeah, of course. <laughs> uh, second question. What was that? Favorite basketball memory? Yeah. 
Um, in 2005, I uh, played in the Maccabi Games, which is the base. It's like the Junior uh, Olympics for. I'm so I'm Jewish, and it's the uh, the you know, Junior Olympics for um, you know 14 year olds. Um, uh-huh. There's a there's a, a professional Maccabi Games where I played in the junior level Maccabi Games, and oh, nice. we went down to Dallas, and I represented Cleveland. Um, so you know that's uh, it was a good memory of mine. Yeah. And then favorite deal um, that I worked on. It's a, a series of deals, actually. So um, this is what really helped me grow my uh, my position. So I, uh, if you remember Circuit City, um, there was an old Circuit City box in Aurora, Ohio, a suburb on the east side of Cleveland, and mm-hmm. it's, it's a Walmart uh, anchored power center. So a power center is a big box shopping center with you know your uh, your Marshalls, your Coles, um, Dick's Sporting Goods there. So the center had a Circuit City that's been closed for uh, seven years. And uh, we, we came in, uh, the company hired us to, uh, to try to you know, figure out what to do with this space. And uh, this one deal helped uh, you know, springboard into about five or six deals, which really uh, helped my uh, 2016, 2017 uh, year. And uh, you know, it was my, my first, uh, you know, first full year into brokerage. So mm-hmm. we, uh, we ended up uh, leasing the, the Circuit City box to Steinmark. And then from there, there was a vacant Gordman's box um, next door. And we ended up, uh, by doing that Steinmark deal, we were able to get uh, Gabe's and Old Navy to split up that Gordman's box. And as well, Party City um, signed a lease. And then uh, I think Kirkland's was the other tenant that signed a lease. And I think Tord was the, uh, the last tenant that signed a lease. So it was a nice uh, springboard into to multiple deals and uh, really helped, uh, you know, springboard my, uh, my career at a, at a young age. And a lot of that is just timing. You know, luckily, uh, you know, Steinmart was doing deals at the time. And um, that's, you know, the big risk about, uh, you know, the retail real estate world is that there's a, you know, only so, you know, so large of a pool of 33, to, you know, 40,000 square foot tenants. And uh, luckily, we were able to uh, convince them to come, you know, do a deal while they were actively doing deals. Um, and that, you know, helped, uh, you know, springboard into multiple deals. So that was, uh, that was by far my favorite uh, series of deals. Yeah. Yeah. And I think the biggest, sounds like the biggest takeaway from that was the fact that you got to work with so many uh, different tenants and also, you know, well-known, it wasn't, wasn't mom and pop shops. Not that there's anything wrong with mom and pop shops at all. You just, uh, yeah, that was, that was, <laughs> you know, had to be a great experience. First, yeah. That was my first taste in doing, uh, you know, national big box, national, um, you know, corporate real estate deals. Um, you know, majority of the deals I was doing were, uh, you know, like you said, the local tenants. Um, and uh, yeah, this is my first uh, real experience working with, uh, you know, the big, you know, national retailers and having to, uh, you know, worry about the real estate committee. You know, most, of, you know, most of the uh, local mom and pops, like the person you're dealing with is the decision maker. But um, this, you know, this was a situation where I had a you know, wait for the real estate committee to get back to us and how the, uh, the deal went in the committee. And, um, that Steinmark deal, you know, kept me on the edge of my seat and, you know, it almost died at the, uh, it almost died at the last, uh, last minute. So, uh, you know, thankfully uh, that went through and springboard into to multiple deals. Yeah. All right, Kevin. Well, we're going to close it out here, but before we do, what is the single best way for uh, my listeners to follow up and get in touch with you? So you can contact me on uh, LinkedIn, uh, Kevin Moss. Send me an email at kevin.moss at cbre.com. Or, uh, yeah, you can uh, just shoot me a note. I can provide you my, my phone number. But, uh, yeah, email is probably the best. And LinkedIn is yeah, the, other, the other way to meet. Uh, get in touch with me. Beautiful. Well, Kevin, thank you once again for investing your time with us today. Uh, you know, this is 
again, I, I see you and I definitely doing a lot of work together in the future and, uh, you know, happy to finally have you on the show. Yeah. Appreciate it. Thanks for having me. It was, this was fun. Um, yeah, I'm glad, uh, glad we connected and uh, yeah, let's uh, stay in touch for sure. Guys, thank you for tuning into Dream Chasers, interviews with the future. We will catch you in the next episode. Remember, in all you think, say, and do, take it to the next level.